0: Smiley I'm Shuish Alta Kerkaslaire <laughs> Shaw Shachleh. She Robert Carslachmesh, I'm Bob Carswell, and it's my pleasure to welcome you to this edition of Shachley, a program that looks at the island's culture and history. She Claire Evis <laughs> Jin Er Kultur Shannikus Svanin. Let's join Stuart de Kulturevanning, Kulturevanning's director, Brigia Madrill, speaking in the Millennium Room of the Legislative Building last Friday afternoon, the 3rd of February.
1: Pastor Myers, Felch Eru Oyu. good afternoon, welcome, thank you so much for coming. To earn Heitnis Arum the great award of Alten and the Wing, a chodeilish the Bhi Fiona Macardle and Rieblina Vanannan, son of friend, their house entry is feed. On behalf of the selection panel, I'm delighted to announce that the island's highest cultural award, the an Annan, has been awarded to Fiona Macardle for her lifelong commitment to and continued involvement in so many facets of Manx culture. Fiona's passion, time and expertise have been given generously to the Manx language, to music and dance, history and heritage, festival and society committees, community activities and radio presenting. She has represented the Isle of Man internationally at festivals and conferences and is a wonderful and knowledgeable ambassador for everything Manx. The list of societies and festivals with which she has been associated, and still is in many cases, is impressive. I will mention just some of them. N'Ceshych Gilgach, the Manx Language Society, N'Crunnicht Inter-Celtic Festival, N'Crunnicht Egg Youth Competitions, the Manx Folk Awards, Bocu and Fanny Dance Group, Cleogri Tui, Manx Gaelic Choir, the Pan-Celtic Festival and the Arendsanin Competition, Douglas Hunt the Wren, Manx National Heritage, Manx Radio, Blue Badge Guides. And I could add many more, but Fiona said keep the speeches short. (laughs) Fiona is someone who makes things happen, often behind the scenes, and without seeking anything other than the reward of the activities themselves. She is perhaps best known as a wonderful Manx speaker, teacher and singer, leading classes in her free time at Tyner Gilger at St Jude's and taking groups to the Calf of Man for language immersion weekends. Nominations highlighted the fact that countless people of all ages have benefited from Fiona's teaching and willingness to share her knowledge and talent, making hers an incredible legacy. I will give just a couple of examples. As a teacher in the 1980s, at a time when Manx was not taught officially in secondary schools, Fiona led a lunchtime Manx language club, as well as a singing and dance club, entering pupils for competitions in the Guild and in Krnucht, and preparing them for Manx concerts. In 1989, she rather bravely took a group, Krosh from St Ninian's High School to Brittany to represent the Isle of Man at Festival Anticeltic de Lorient. As education officer at Manx National Heritage, Fiona helped with the development of a curriculum for Manx history, and taught thousands of children through workshops and events. She was a driving force behind the production of Skeel and Vannin, archive recordings and transcriptions of native speakers of Manx, as well as the Manx language bibliography. In recognition of what I think is a remarkable contribution to Manx culture, history and heritage, that has touched the hearts and lives of so many people, and will do so for years to come, I now ask the Keliach of Culture Vannin, and of the selection panel, Chris Thomas, to present the Ryblina Van Annen Medal and Trophy to Fiona Macardle.
0: I'd just like to thank the um, selection panel, all the nominees, because we really have ended up with an excellent RBV, so congratulations.
2: <laughs> 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 well, I got to Jack Tommy Ginnis Krenfe, Tommy on Show uh, as Tommy Beg and Imli, cair, as Tommy Monach, yes, as Pavaliamker, um, am de Uljunslai, Kerme, and a roach culturven in as the thing in the son. Uh, I I will do it in English a bit. I'm just uh, quite humbled and proud at the same time, really, uh, that anybody thought me worthwhile, and I'm very happy that. Uh, somebody put or some people put forward my name and even happier still that the panel of culture van accepted me so that was fine and i'd just like to thank all of you who've come here today to, to witness this auspicious occasion and i'll just tell you a little bit about why i came to manx in the first place because i'm not that manx born as is obvious from my accent um i'm Scot. i was born and brought up in edinburgh but my father's family came from the north of Scotland, from the east of Sutherland, that village called Helmsdale. Now, the east of Sutherland lost its Gaelic early in the 20th century. And my father had nothing but a word or two, really. one of my first, without knowing it, uh, Gaelic phrases I learned was, Jock and Doris, I thought. (laughs) And it so happened that my cousin's twin She lived in Helmsdale, and we were on holiday uh, in the summertime, and he and his family were up there too. Well, he was called John, and I knew at the age of 10 or so that all English people called Scots jocks, (laughs) regardless of what their name was. He happened to be John anyway, and his wife happened to be Doris. (laughs) So I didn't know they knew any Gaelic. I thought they were referring to... Jock and Doris it? I was actually Jock and Doris at the very end when you're leaving the pub early at 10 o'clock at night in those days, in Scotland it was, and they would line up the uh, Jocks ready so that you could drink them all up before actual closing time half an hour later so Jock and Doris there you go <laughs> I much later discovered um, when I was looking through family history that my paternal grandparents were uh, catalogued as bilingual, Gaelic and uh, English in the 1911 census but they probably aren't in the 1921 census so I haven't been able to afford to look at that yet mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so when I eventually turned up in the Isle in 1971 to take up a teaching post at the Douglas High School for Girls as, oh, girls yeah. <laughs> as it was in those days um, I was a bit busy living in Douglas in rented accommodation to start off with, um, Karen may remember that, my daughter, but uh, my son wasn't born at that time. Anyway, um, it was hard work. I think it was interesting, hard work. The schools changed in 1974 and became mixed schools, Balakameen Junior High School, St. Linian Senior Senior High School. So... I didn't actually like the headmaster at the high school, the senior high school terribly much, so I went to the junior high school instead, which was probably good in some ways and not perhaps so good in others. Anyway, that was in 1974, and by that time we were living in Mackled, and we had a house of our own, so it's time to start up the evening classes again. I thought, oh, Manx language, that's interesting. I know it's Gaelic language. I'll go there, so in there. September, 19th or October, whenever it was, in 1975, I started up there, went to the grammar school, met Johnny Crellin, my first teacher, and I didn't last very long. I lasted about five months or something, four months, into about the February of the following year, 1976. And my son knows what happened then. I went to the doctor thinking I was anemic because I was so tired all the time. And he said, you're not anemic? you pregnant <laughs> there you are <laughs> so I didn't go back to Manx just then but I did go back afterwards and I had another excellent teacher in Walter Clark whom uh, he was amazing <laughs> I just loved him and uh, from then on I suppose I sort of came up to, towards fluency by well I definitely came up to certificated fluency by 1982 when I took my O-Level Manx language, which was an official, just uh, what do they call it? joint matriculation board? It was a British, uh, an English qualification, not a just a local one in those days. Yes. So uh, I did that, and by that time I was teaching <coughs> Manx myself anyway. And uh, from then on, I thought, well, I'll branch out a bit. So I joined Boku and Fanny dance group, which had a lot of Manx speakers in it at the time. Yes, Trina? Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> and. Then some of Boku and Fanny decided they would like to join the choir and sing in Manx Gaelic as well. So that's when I joined Fieldry Theory. And life took off after that. It was a round of uh, concerts and events and festivals, and it was really great fun. I enjoyed it very much. And by, in the meantime, I changed schools again because they'd reorganized the (sighs) Department of Education, and I joined St. Linion's Mixed High School all through. Eleven to eighteen school, and uh, left Ballachulish, which had become another one, same ilk, in those days. <coughs> anyway, I lasted about four or five years there, oh. and then this amazing job came up at the Manx Museum, <laughs> which rejoiced with an amazing title, which I've quite forgotten now: Education and Extension Services Officer. <laughs> and I thought, what does that mean? So I asked Stephen Harrison. I said, well, you know. Not just for school children, you're adults as well and such like. And then other people said, does that mean you're you're just because you're in the new extension to the Manx Museum? Which was Well, it could be. (laughs) So I was there for the next 16 years. I had a wonderful time. I really enjoyed it. Gave the opportunity to actually do something about Manx history for a change instead of doing... British O-level history and that sort of thing, A-level, and uh, it was great. And I joined the Krunich Committee at that time, I think, round about then as well. And although I didn't go to Lorient after 1989, when I took the school group uh, with me, we did organise holidays in Brittany, and that was for music and dance and language as well, because I was dealing with groups for the Krunich, and we met up with these Bretons, So, I've always thought I've been a a Gael first and foremost, I suppose, and then a Celt, you know, the wider uh, Celtic world. So, I've gone on, did the pan Celtic and all that you've heard Risha saying already. And I still do teach in a limited way nowadays. I gave up teaching when I had cataracts and I couldn't drive very easily in the dark. Sorry, (laughs) Dot, I left you on your own and tiny girl get this (laughs) man. But uh, anyway, that's uh, the story of my life, and I'm still enjoying it now. And I'd just like to say, I've done it for the love of the language. So, my thanks to all of you for being so supportive of me, because I certainly couldn't have done it all on my own. From Tim over there, who made shields for, <laughs> for the white boys years and years ago, when we were doing that, you know, to all the people who've helped all the way. Member, will you, will you? Thanks very much.
1: So get a certificate that was designed oh, well, by, so Julia by, by Julia. By Julia, yes. Because yeah. the trophy is so heavy and quite unwieldy.
2: I have only a small house. And so we have a
1: nice certificate for you.
2: So. Thank you. Right.
1: Very acceptable. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We heard Sturida Kulchevanin, Kulchevanin's director, Brija Madro. Kerliach Kulchevanin, the Kulchevanin's chairman, Chris Thomas, MHK. And, all importantly, Fiona McArdle, Rai Blina van Annen. Molia Gish many congratulations to her. Cret a sy'n dîn er anach da rydd yn yr jytles <laughs> ceolwydr yn fanning ond na blint yn er anach da e'r erenyn ys cair na'r tradisiwn fanning, er yn siaw ysgil sien erno drw cair da siar tanstalai, a folit ro as chlaw, a zon slaw nach uns sy'n Er chowelliereskeil, hvor klæderne æger chit de vej fiskeklæ oil, trud kæn de ensige grein og kyllie trud de skallion, as de klæi is de ølere æn og pothernen rækker de gend chiveres kyllie, og for at klæderne æger korleshne skallionschien, og genoem at gæl og chivere ægte de klæi en stue de for gedden. This Saturday the 11th of February in the Air and Arts Centre there are two associated events with the first of them of particular interest for aspiring musicians and anyone with an interest in music. Here's Pip Rolfe of the Air and Arts Centre to tell us about what's happening.
3: Relaunching our piano series this week with a fantastic romanian pianist called george todica george is a multi-award winner he's currently based in london but he made his orchestral debut aged 14 with the moldova philharmonic orchestra and he's performed as a soloist with the istanbul orchestra the huntington philharmonic the cambridge graduate orchestra he's played at the royal conservatoire debuted at the wigmore hall in 2018 and like I say, he's won various competitions in the last few years. So he comes to us courtesy of the Keyboard Trust in London, and we're extremely lucky to have him. I've been dealing with Sarah Biggs, who Keyboard Trust CEO. The Keyboard Trust is essentially a venue-less charity in that they don't have a performance venue, but they seem to act like an agent for young, professional, upcoming keyboard players and they hook them up with venues like ourselves who want to promote and put on young artists. In order to broaden the appeal of the event out a little bit, I wanted to have something that would attract not only people who would want to watch the recital, but maybe learn a little bit more about the life of and the way that a a young professional plays. And he will be playing excerpts from and talking about his Program in a free masterclass at 11 o'clock in the morning on Saturday the 11th. We're asking people to book on our Ticket Source site online. It's just Aeron Arts Centre Ticket Source. The tickets are free, but it's just to give us an idea of how many people are coming down. Now, I'm sure if you turn up on the door, it will be fine, but it would just be nice so we don't have kittens before if we could find out how many people are coming approximately. He's going to be playing works by Chopin, Robert Schumann, Rachmaninoff and Inescu. So I'm looking forward to that. Masterclass, it will be him sitting, unpacking the programme that he's going to play in the evening, playing excerpts, talking about various techniques, maybe about his practice schedule and talking about what it's like to be a young professional pianist. So hopefully it'll be a, a chance for upcoming and established pianists, anyone interested in music, really, to be able to get up close and personal with somebody who's at the top of their craft.
0: Piprole for the Erin Arts Centre. The concert by Romanian pianist George Todica takes place at 7:30 p.m. this coming Saturday, the 11th of February. Tickets for the recital are 15 pounds, but only 2 pounds for under 18s. But in association with that recital, there's that wonderful opportunity at eleven o'clock on Saturday morning to attend that masterclass at the Erin and Arts Centre with George Todicker, and it's completely free. So, jint the my, lair ellen and fir Well done, the Erin Art Arts Centre. ten Brussel-Mancherachschen genoeg zou zagen en kleiderneigen de heinse geredenach de horsjaak onszach klei joch in. Voor de Ukraine welke al die sortchen, joris Chopin, als Schumann, als Rachmaninov, kerkjanters is cultuur van in. Ach, de cultuur bio de kindjachtaren sjachtbeinen als cultuur en elia, als meesterd sjacht onzacht. As fuddi na san mi de veled gedden rarur ach tad a de chru mesta no, saith e'r kultúr ach tarns de ach nass It was very interesting to see how quickly the work of Colin and Jerry in the late 1970s bore fruit in making available in an attractive and inexpensive format the basic tunes he found in manuscript form, some of which had been developed into the material for Manx National Songs, but in that form had become more or less ossified. Where youngsters knew only of The Sheep Under the Snow with piano accompaniment from Manx National Songs, Colin gave the bare tune with suggested chord accompaniment, for whatever instrument people might want to play it on, and he paired the tune with the traditional words in the Manx Gaelic, as they appeared in the likes of A. W. Moore's Manx Ballads and Music. Within a very short time youngsters were quite happy to refer to songs and tunes by their titles in Manx, as given by Colin, and they sang the words in Manx Gaelic, rather than the English lyrics written for Manx National Songs. However, they were given an opportunity to do so, particularly by Unchruniach, and later by Sianachis Jew, and it subsequently fed into the Guild, which had in fact originally got rid of Manx Gaelic song classes in 1916. Another modern forum for the island's young people to perform traditional material, but which also encourages them to develop it in the light of their other influences, are Aunder and Ceoltea Vanning, the Manx Folk Awards. Joe Collister of NRAININCI Sportus Kultur, the Department of Education, Sport and Culture, and Chloe Woolley of Culture Vanning worked together on the AUNDERAN, and here they are with an important reminder and with other information.
4: Our closing date for entries is the 13th of February, and that's Monday, um, so if you realise over the weekend that you haven't got your entries in, don't panic, you can get them to us on Monday. And then we can get the programme in ready for the event which starts on the 26th of March.
0: The Mags Folk Awards now have become very well established. What was the history of it? How did it come about?
4: Once upon a time, there was the Krynukd competitions, uh, which Joe and I uh, took part in ourselves as school children. Um, then it was the Krynukd Egg and it became the Manx Folk Awards, Aundra and Kjolte van. Then, 12 years ago, it's hard to believe it's 12 years ago, but um, we started off and we were in, I think, possibly one or two rooms at the I Museum in Douglas. Um, And it was a beautiful sunny day and the children all spread out um, across the road and had packed lunches outside, didn't they? And now we are a really informal set of competitions that last for five days with well over a 1,000 pupils taking part, starting with secondary on the Sunday and key stage one, then key stage two and then we've got a whole day dedicated to Max language as well.
0: But the important thing, of course, is that Monday deadline
4: yes that's right so um, if you'd like to enter the syllabuses are online you can either contact myself or Chloe through uh, the Department of Education Sport and Culture or Culture Vanan, and you can find them on manxmusic.com if you go on there and it's on the education page you'll see there um, all the syllabuses for 2023 and there's all sorts you can enter this year's theme is calendar customs and I think we've got some new duet classes but it's the same informal ethos, really friendly competitions. And, yeah, get your entries in before the 13th of February.
0: Joe Collister of Van Ninzi Sportus Kultur and Chloe Woolley of Culture Vanning with information about the Aunder and Cjol Vanin. Vanning and that all-important reminder that this coming Monday, the 13th of February, is the closing date for entries for the awards, which take place in late March. A siannau nish has mysodd p'n treir de Chorcheon er Siachlau <laughs> a will be back next Thursday at 6 with Madeline Krellin, But now from me, Bob Carswell, ach nish bîn Robert de Charslach. <laughs> Slug